Vegas Bad Boys Podcast presents Matt Michaels, People I Don't Hate. Hey everybody, Matt Michaels here with the Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting, and today I am joined by the one and only Hunter Jackson. How are you doing, brother? I'm doing all right. everything is gonna be all right dude it really is well you know what it's either we're headed for uh, good times or we're headed for the apocalypse so either way we win right well shit the world was supposed to end in 2012 one of the characters that i've been playing at freak show wrestling is this guy who's supposed to be from the future and his name is death reaper 2012 and i've been playing him since 2010 but uh but then 2012 came and went, so now he's like he's looking at his watch, going, "What's going on, man?" You know? So we're in double overtime now. The world was supposed to end. You know, first it was going to be 2000. I was sure the world was going to end in 2000. You know, but then it was like, "No, no, it's going to be 2012. Really, really, it's going to be 2012." And I knew this like crystal hippie chick that was telling me one year, "It's going to be September 23rd." You know, I was like, really? Wow. You know, but no, not not that time either. So who knows, man? I'm still waiting. You know, come on. What's happening? What's going on? Well, let me ask you about uh, Freak Show Wrestling. How did you first hook up with Sin Bodhi? And, and what's the connection there? And um, what's your memories of uh, some of the good shows that you took a part of here in uh, Vegas with Freak Show? Oh, man. Uh, I love Vegas. Vegas has been so good to me, man. And that's where it all started. That's where my whole wrestling career started. Because I was hanging out with this band called the Radioactive Chicken Heads. And they're sort of like an offshoot of Green Jello. A lot of the guys, in fact, they used to be Green Jello at one point. Sure. And uh, they went off and formed their own thing uh, called the Radioactive Chicken Heads, where they all dress up like uh, chickens and stuff. It's a pretty... It, a lot of people like put them down. Oh, it's a glory rip-off and stuff. But really, it's not. It's it's really different from glory, you know. But anyway, so some of the people in that band were getting married, and they were going to do it at a show in Las Vegas, and they were describing it to me that it was going to be a crazy show with like professional wrestling and all this stuff happening, and Jake the Snake Roberts is going to deliver the uh, eulogy. I mean, uh, the wedding ceremony, and uh, so. Uh, I was like, wow, that sounds like fun. How can I get in on that? And so they introduced me to Sin Bodie, who was running the show. And uh, Jake the Snake Roberts is, is his wrestling mentor, by the way. Yep. And uh, so I went there, and uh, Sin Bodie put me in the show. And uh, I wrestled against this guy, Alcatraz, who his gimmick is he's, he's uh, the baddest man on the cell block 16 or something like that. And uh, he's supposed to be a prison inmate. He's got all these pats all over. He was actually a professional boxer who uh, was dabbling in wrestling. And man, his his uh, biceps were like as big around as my thighs <laughs> and stuff. And uh, so I had a match with him. It was really quick and uh, it was really fun. And and uh, Sin Bodhi and I hit it off. And his show was so crazy. He does all kinds of stuff. A lot of uh, wrestlers that have just left the WWE will be at his show. Uh, like I met Crime Time, and uh, he introduced me to Brian Kendrick, and I chained, trained 
at Brian uh, Kendrick School, uh, Santino Brothers School, which I would highly recommend to anybody yes. that's interested in learning about wrestling. And uh, uh, with Sin Bodie, man, he did, I was working with this guy uh, who was doing the gimmick before I met him. He was, he was called Serial Man, right? And he, so he has a cereal box on his head with a face, sort of like Powdered Toast Man from Ren and Stimpy, you know? Yeah. And uh, I, because of my experience with Guar, I helped him. Uh, I taught him about how to make things with rubber and all that. We revamped his mask. And with Simbodi, we did a whole bunch of these anti-gravity matches where uh, we would pretend like the, the gravity I had, I stacked up. In fact, this is the anti-gravity machine behind me. We would stack it up in the co ring corner and then act like as you fuck with the anti-gravity machine, it makes the ring, the gravity in the ring shift. So we would all go, wah, you know, and fall to one side, you know, and stuff like that. And, uh, uh, you know, so Sin Bodhi, also Sin Bodhi let me experiment with bringing all the blood and gore and stuff like that that I did through war uh, into the wrestling room, which was super awesome. And I'll, I'll tell you, man, we like, Serial Man and I were doing these ring, these matches that were called, we were calling them the blood bath or the balanced breakfast. And, uh, and I was, I was popping the blood bags all over the place. The matches get so super crazy, boy. You can, if you want to see some of this stuff, you can look it up at my on my website, House of Huntall, too. Let me show, uh, bring in the uh, Freak Show Wrestling. Yeah. Let the audience see the Freak Show Wrestling poster that I did. This is one of the things that's available at House of Huntall. And see, this has got a lot of the funny uh, Freak Show Wrestling characters like Gadolf Hitler <laughs> and uh, Stink Floyd. They're Serial Man in the background. <laughs> And this was uh, Funny Bone, Funny Bone. Yep. who was like this super acrobatic, really incredibly good wrestler. He's he had the belt all the time, and scorched the fire breathing clown too. <laughs> and this was this is like a tribute to like my everybody's favorite artist, Jack Kirby. Yeah, it's like don't tell anybody, but it's really Fantastic Four number eighty two. <laughs> and this is this is one of the many amazing things that's available on my website. Huh? Uh, houseofhuntar.com uh, with uh, keeping yourself busy um, you've like you said you, you've had all this experience with uh, doing things for Guar in terms of effects and, and uh, costuming um, and you've been building and fighting monsters for a new movie what is the uh, deal with Alien Danger so I met this guy named uh, James Balsamo, and I recognized his name when I when I first met him. I'm like, I know I, I know I recognize your name from somewhere. And it turns out that back when I was doing war, I used to do this uh, fan club newsletter called Mind Control Monthly, and I remember his name because he subscribed to it, and I used to always send him so much war shit all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that that's where I remember his name from. So anyway, he's from New York. He worked at Troma Films, which is famous for doing the Toxic Avenger movies and stuff like that. Yep. And uh, so he saw what they were doing at that, that place, and they were like, man, I could do this myself. So he came out to California and started his own uh, film company. 
And uh, he's put out like 30 movies, like different kinds of spatter flicks and crazy stuff like that. He just this past week uh, debuted his new movie, It Wants Blood, uh, <laughs> at the Chinese Man Theater. No shit. Wow. And uh, had a big red carpet opening for it and all this crazy stuff like that. And he, uh, his distributor, he has a distribution deal with Kmart and uh, Target and all like that. So if you pull up their catalog, online you can see his movies in there wow. you know and he's been able to tap as an independent filmmaker he's been able to tap into that audience by working the uh convention circuit a lot and stuff like that and he gets a lot of uh uh actors that big name actors that aren't really doing anything right now like in fact, for, for instance it wants blood has uh, the main character in it is uh played by lita from wwe you know, nice. it's a story about a corrupt two corrupt politicians that each one has enlisted a demon to help them win all the elections and stuff. <laughs> and it ends up with the two demons fighting. It's hard. It's really hard to tell which one is the good guy and bad guy. But, you know, politics is like that. <laughs> but uh, so anyway, he, his distributor said, we really want you to make a, a, a more of a G rated PG rated movie because all of his movies have lots of boobs and blood. And, you know. And uh, so his distributor was pushing him to make a, a movie for kids. And his daughter is getting is like 14 years old or something like that. So he wanted to make a kid's movie. And uh, he decided to try to do a science fiction movie. So he, he uh, from seeing me on Facebook and stuff, he contacted me. I li he, we both live in the L.A. area. So uh, I started building stuff for him. And uh, in, in his last movie... Uh, he had Techno Destructo play a little part where I come in and fight some monsters and stuff. And it, it was so much fun that he said, I want, I, I want you to come back and I'll give you a bigger part in the next one. So in the next movie, in Alien Danger, I actually got to do wrestling stuff where I got in the ring with, are you ready for this, the uh, the Barbarian and the Warlord. And they, uh, they wrestled for the WWE as Powers of Pain. Yep. But when I was 20 years old going and, and drooling over the wrestling shows and stuff. They they used to wrestle for the super intense mid-Atlantic mid wrestling, which is what I used to go see at the Richmond Coliseum, yeah. which was really close to the Slave Pit War Studio. So we used to go there and watch wrestling all the time, and you know, I had to drive, so we would get totally shit-faced. <laughs> and uh, my favorite was the, oh shit, did we lose it? Are you still there? We're st staying low we'll battery? stay here. Uh-oh, your battery's dying on your phone, on our phone at this end. <laughs> I better I better wrap this shit up. Uh, yeah, but, let's, yeah, let's, uh, let's take it from let's here. Let's back to war. That's what yeah. you really want to hear about, is me getting back together again with war. Yeah, let's. So, I haven't done war in a long time, um, you know, we split up a long time ago. It wasn't it wasn't very pretty, and I don't really want to talk about the ugly aspects of it or anything like that. But uh, they got in touch with me recently to do the 30th anniversary of the Live from Antarctica show, and they recreated the stuff from that. And uh, um, you know, a lot of the dudes are getting old not me i'm not talking about me <laughs> but a lot of the people are like so old they can't do this shit anymore and uh, i mean i i've always uh gotten off on exercise and and uh 
uh, been really uptight about what I eat and shit like that. And my, I got like severe liver damage from working all with all the latex rubber and crazy chemicals. So right. I stopped drinking alcohol, which actually boosted my health. Like, <laughs> as like you wouldn't believe. And, <laughs> You know, I've always been, as far as drugs and shit goes, I've always been lucky enough that I saw enough people ruin their lives with that shit that I never was even interested in it and stuff. I just smoked pot and stuff. So yeah. I'm I'm still like ready to rock. I can't wait to get on this tour and uh, raise hell every night, man. It's going to be fun. And I'm kind of like out of shape right now, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to COVID fuck me because all the gym shows shut down. Right. You know? Yeah. And before COVID, I was like, my wrestling shit was really taking off. I was going to debut my midget sidekick, dude. I was going to do a <laughs> show for Micromania, which is a little person yeah. wrestling show. And I was going to debut my little person sidekick with a, with, with his arm. He was going to be called Destructovite. Right? <laughs> and uh, the show got shut down. I mean, the week, the week that LA shut down, it was going to be that Friday, you know? And yeah. I was like, fuck, ah, you know, it sucked. But, uh, so then all the gyms shut down, you know, and an old ass man like me, I was in killer shape. And an old ass man like me, once the gym shut down, it's hard for me to get it back. Dude. Right. But I'm working on it and I'll be there by the time the show comes around. I'm going to be in the best shape of my life and ready to kick ass every night, man. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it's really going to be fun. I'm looking. I'm really looking forward to it. I, I'm just so there. You go. And Slimenstra, I, I didn't really do a good job of plugging the the Las Vegas show, but Slimenstra is planning on being at the Las Vegas show. That's one of the few shows of the tour that she's actually going to be there. Nice. And she still is. I don't. Uh, you know, she's had like a hip replacement. <sighs> operation and shit man wow and but she's still gonna breathe fire she's still gonna be awesome i mean if, if you guys saw the live stream and i think i think they're gonna put it out on dvd or whatever or maybe you can access it any any time or whatever but if you see that live stream that we just did wow man she's like she looks great man she was awesome yeah it's exciting it's exciting executioner too yeah, it, the, the best thing about everything is that Honestly, that things have worked out where you're able to, you know, enjoy yourself again with the guys. And I think that's, to me, you know, the fans, of course, are going to be very pleased and excited. But I think personally, that's a, a lifelong, you know, working relationship you had with the guys. And it's nice that things have uh, brought you guys back together. But the other thing I want to get to really quick is... Um, the comic books you did for Guar, you've got a new comic series coming out when heroes roam the earth, and it's about post-apocalyptic superheroes. Wow, man, I am so excited! I'm like, oh, that is. Yeah, this is the this wow. is the poster, and this is a comic strip that I serialized in the Guar uh, Slave Pit Funnies comic book originally. It's about this character, Lady Liberty. And she fights against these neo-Nazi, uh, undead neo-Nazi characters and stuff. And uh, it's all about, like, this sexy chick ripping all these robots apart. It's really fun. It's really fun. And uh, But 
on top of that, one of the main reasons I wanted to get back together with Dwar is I've been working on a compilation book, too, of all the artwork I ever did for Dwar. Nice. And I mean, I did like a million logos, a million T-shirt designs, and like tons of, of comics, tons and tons of comics that all talk about the origin stories behind Dwar and the origins of the different characters and some like, or almost like music videos where I'll take the song and then do a do a thing about uh, a comic strip about the song or an adaptation of a live show event that we did yeah. or something like that. Yeah. that's. So I've been doing comics for a really long time and it's going to be fun to put this one out because I've been, it's been serialized uh, before a long time ago, but I added a lot of new material to it too. A lot of new pages of art as well. I think there's something like the whole thing is like 48 pages long. And I think there's something like 12 pages of new shit in it. It's, so it's, re it's really going to be fun. I think fans are going to like it. But it'll be fun to see all the fans again on the road and stuff and, and uh, all like that. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Uh, that's right. It's me, Techno Destructo. And I'm here to bring intellectual enlightenment to all of you pathetic, weak earther worms who are actually listening to some kind of weak and pathetic interview with that lame-ass art bag, Hunter Jackson. And here I am, ah, techno destructo, ready to wreak havoc. But I will love answer your questions if you like okay uh mr destructo why are you back what the hell is going on why are the destructos coming back after so long to take down guar i don't understand what is happening what do you mean back i've been on this stuck on this planet the whole time i've just been pursuing other endeavors. Besides, I suffered severe brain damage in my many battles over the centuries, and it takes a long time for it to grow back together. And some parts, somehow my memory knits back together. It takes a while, though. It takes a while. But during my lapse in my adventures with the scum dogs of the universe, I became a professional wrestler and wrestled amongst the biggest names of wrestling on planet Earth. I wrestled for Freak Show Wrestling. I wrestled for ARW Wrestling in Florida just recently. And I wrestled with my arch nemesis, Sin Bodhi, the warlord of weird. You never know what he's going to do next. He's pinned me down with cinder blocks and then pounded on my uh, certain sensitive areas with sledgehammers before just for the amusement of his mindless followers. And many other things, too. I, so it's not like I haven't been around taking my lumps the whole time during my absence from destroying Gwar. 
so what you're telling me is that this whole time you've been preparing you've been physically violent with other people you've taken the violence all in building up to come back and take Guar down is that what I'm understanding no what I really mean is that I was checking out greener pastures as I wandered around on my religious sabbatical, encountering strange earth creatures. But now I've decided that the time is ripe to go back, and I'm going to seek my ultimate limitless revenge on that weak and pathetic odorous Yorongus, and I'm going to rip his brain out, eat it, swish it around in my mouth, and spit what's left into the audience. And maybe that will shower them with new understanding. Don't you think? Uh, I, I, uh, I believe that eating... Otis's uh, brain, uh, uh, wow. The the tour is coming up I here. I can't wait. I can't wait to feel his squishy head in my claw again. Just like the old days. It'll be so nice. Now that my memory is coming back to me, I've dreamed of this moment, and so has my claw. Even now, my claw is spattered with enough brains and blood matter from that weak and pathetic excuse. And every once in a while, I'll taste a little bit of it and it'll bring back the memory of how sweet it was to rip it out of his head in the first place. And when I tour again with those those that used to torment me in the past. Once again, my claw will taste his brain as I squish it out like that. Uh, uh, and I know that's what you want to see too, isn't it? Secretly, yes. Yes, I actually do. But, but from a more, uh, you know non-feared perspective uh let me ask you the tour is about to happen november 20th you guys will be in las vegas is there anything we can expect that maybe the fans haven't seen in many many years uh, well something the fans haven't seen many years it is possible some some of the ancient members of Guar may return some of those who are seen rarely and often not at all and I believe I believe that one of them is someone that I used to fight a lot and was the main reason why I feel a lot of began to feel somewhat apprehension. I don't want to call it fear. I don't want to fear. But because of her, 
I had a slight misgiving about attacking Guar again and again because of her. I, I suffered untold pain and suffering. I would, my armor was stripped from me for a time, and I wandered the earth with Guar, reduced to one of their slaves. Well, that actually happened too. I I I I know it very well. And uh, do you think that your awakening now puts you in a better spot than you've ever been to finally just end Guar before we know it? It just seems like the odds are stacked against them, and the fights are going to be epic. And I'm just afraid that us fans of Guar will not have a band to enjoy after your total destruction of of guar that's true the few audience members who are lucky enough to survive the show they will be scarred forever their memories will be scarred forever once they wake up in the hospital and then all of their friends will come but their only friends that will still be alive were their friends that weren't cool enough to go to the Guar show and only the legend will remain but this is the time Guar fans I know that you've been wanting me to destroy Guar for a long time and I know that some of you out there some of you don't like the direction that Guar has taken in the last years. And this is your chance to enjoy your revenge as the one true, the OG scumdog of the universe comes back to town. <laughs> so this is going to be Guar's final tour. And if you if you want to be able to remember ever seeing Guar, if you've never seen them before, this is the time. If you've seen them before, this is going to be the last time. Isn't that right? Yes. And they're here to make sure that that's the right way that it turns out. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I I'm, I'm losing you guys. I'm losing you guys. Uh, uh, no, no, fix it, mistress. Oh, fix I, it. Fix it somehow. I have more to talk about. Fix it somehow. Biggest bad boys of podcasting. <laughs> <laughs>